Greetings and salutations, gamers. Welcome to Cast Co-op, the podcast in which three podcast hosts cast together. I am one of your hosts, Luke Lore, the Insipid Ghost, and host of the Xbox Expansion Pass, joined by my big brother and yours, the bald and the handsome one, host of Season Gaming's BitCast, Mr. Ainsley Bowden. You said bald and handsome, and I looked at Joe. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, you're placating. Yeah. What's you're going placating. on, guys? Uh, a live show. We're doing it live, boys. We're doing it live. Doing Hot it live. damn. And it gave people, what, 15 minutes of notice? This is great. <laughs> hey, That's right. quick, log in, watch us, please. That's right. <laughs> if this goes well, if this goes well, you guys are going to enjoy a live stream about the for the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. And if it doesn't go well, we're going to blame Joe. <laughs> Fair. That seems like a valid strategy that will work out for you. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. Uh, joining us also, host of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast. He's fresh off his own live stream from playstation state of play mr joseph moran streaming? how are you sir yeah i was streaming it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was there i supported i was I you're such a good friend luke sometimes ains were um, you busy at all during this time when you could have um, been watching joe um yeah i was actually watching state of play oh okay uh, yeah. Yeah. fair enough fair enough that's cool yeah the you could even get an intern to watch that's go report that's back <laughs> report back to me tell him tell him you did great i don't know give him a cheetah <laughs> it's crazy talk it's crazy talk i know uh let's say hello because this is our first live episode of cast co-op it's our 27th episode but it's our first live one and it's it's a trial run to see how it goes with the audience i think we have to say hello to everybody i see yep. htk360 in the house game positive honestly one of the best people around steve sure. esposito in the chat as well so good to see you guys thank you all for saying hello uh as i used to say back when i streamed on mixer which oh, was a God. long time ago feel free to lurk at your leisure everyone it is good to have you along with the ride for us boys we, we're fresh off state of play but i think it's important that we talk about last night where we all got together and played games but we were all in the doldrums and that was the lamest limpest most impotent uh match of halo i think we've ever played we didn't lose once but it wasn't good. Yeah. I mean, I was top of the leaderboards every, consecutively. Yep. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not tired fair. of Halo one bit. That's another thing people need to realize. <laughs> it's so uh, good. It's so good. Uh, they need to diversify. They need to diversify. <laughs> and uh, some of those modes need to die with fire. Yeah. Uh, what, what's, what's the one that's in big team everybody hates? Um, you gotta the get one the, where you throw Stockpile. Yeah. Please get it out of the game. It's really, I don't, when stockpiles there, I don't try because it just sucks. It's just, <laughs> it just sucks. Just give me, just let me choose what I want to play. <laughs> yeah. Why don't just play big team battle, man? I don't know. I'll do this or big team slayer rather. I, want I, uh, I like, I like a good mix up in the modes every now and again, but, but I'm ready for some, some difference there. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But boys, we had PlayStation State of Play today, and honest to goodness, that was a good show. I had a good, I had a good vibe. Before we go into the specifics, how are you feeling after after seeing the show? What were your thoughts? Ain, start off for us. Yeah, good show. Okay, helpful. Thank you. <laughs> this uh, is a podcast. This is a conversation. Uh, I, um, <laughs> you talk, you ping pong back. I um, yeah, it works. I had a general idea of what we were going to see. I think we all knew it was going to be third party and PSVR 2. PlayStation made that clear for anyone who didn't seem to know that ahead of time. Um, <laughs> so we knew that's what it was going to be. And we had a general idea of, okay, here's the big third party games that are coming that we could expect to see here. So for once, some of my predictions were actually 
correct, which is, you know, I'm 50-50 on this on a good day. Um, but no, I, I enjoyed it. I, I know we're going to talk about all the games specifically, but I thought it was a good show. Um, I think it gets people excited from a PlayStation sense. The only thing that I kind of find weird in hindsight, which I know we'll talk more about, right, is if you think about the show as a whole, PSVR 2 stuff excluded, we got a lot of stuff that is coming to all platforms. And primarily all the major games, whether it be Resident Evil 4, Remake, Final Fantasy 16, Street Fighter 6, all, all great, which we'll talk about, Callisto Protocol, we already knew all of those were coming. Mm -hmm. So um, the only, the only in hindsight, I was like, well, we didn't really get anything that surprised me. But other than that, I thought it was good. I really enjoyed it. Joe, where, where did you stand? Were you hoping to be surprised, expecting to be surprised, or were you pleased in the end? Um, to me, I, I kind of like, we all assumed Final Fantasy was going to be there, and it was. And mm -hmm. so, like, to me... My expectations were at the ground floor because it's just like it's, it's state of play. These things are usually decent, or just like why are we, why are we, why are we here? They haven't right? been great lately either. Like they've yeah. been mediocre at best. At best. So to me, I feel like walking out of the state of play is this is what state of play needs to be. This is you have the blueprint. We all enjoyed this. <laughs> this is what it like. I, I just came off of recording the trophy room and I said it there. I'll say it here again. You need to have stuff to show that you feel like you legitimately want to be there. Mm -hmm. Not like you have a contractual obligation to be here. <laughs> uh, that's what last state of play felt like was like, we have a contractual obligation to show little devil inside. <laughs> it's like, mm -hmm. that's what we're going to highlight here. This one, it, it was, you, you had awesome games from start to finish that had some type of PlayStation energy to them. Cause you're right. A lot of these games are third party or will be multi-platform, but with state of place, it's really always an, about announcing the partnerships that they have, the marketing mm -hmm. deals that they have and, and kind of starting that off. So each one of these games to an extent had an element of PlayStation in them. For example, you know, Resident Evil four has a PSVR two mode in it right village psvr2 so there were genuinely a lot of games that i came away knowing i'm gonna buy day one and some neat surprises in there for folks that i don't think genuinely thought you know were going to be announced and so i'll save that one for a little bit so genuinely speaking i thought this was a excellent show this needs to be the blueprint though this needs to be the thing that they take back to the lab going all right this is what it needs to be well said, well said. And I'm wondering if my excitement for the game or for, or for the showcase rather wasn't so high because I thoroughly enjoyed all the announcements. They were multi-platform as a primarily Xbox gamer. I found that I would be enjoying the majority of the titles that were on screen. Um, I have very little to no interest in VR at the moment. It's just not, I'm not ready to right. go into that realm. You, you've been very specific. You said if there's no porn on the headset, you're not buying it. That's what I said. Wait, uh, <clears throat> uh, we're live, Joe. We can't edit anything. Oh, damn. Oh, there, were more, there were more adjectives before he said porn, but we'll leave those out. I have a very particular preference, and it's an age range. Uh, never mind. Okay. Um, uh, I have, yeah, I have a lot that I really enjoyed about the, the showcase as well. Before we go too far, though, Ains, can we pop that super chat up there? I want to give a shout yes, out to Game Positive. Who was, who was right out of the gate with it, too. Always, always super, super cool supporting season gaming, but it's really cool to see you and Cass Co-op doing the same. Uh, Game Positive says, you are all beautiful. Well, that's a lie. Uh, Tony Hawk's pro, pro Slayer 
game of the year. Tony Hawk's Pro Slayer. I don't know, guys. Is this a, is this announcement I missed? Are we going to be playing Tony Hawk in? in He's talking Halo? about Roller Drome. Yeah, Roller Drome. Roller Drome. Okay, so that was later on in the showcase. I saw that one, and I was very lukewarm on it, but the internet was ablaze with excitement for it. Oh, really? I, I thought I, it. I thought it looked mediocre at best. I was like, yeah. what, what? it looked empty. Like I was like, yeah. what is this? Okay, I thought it did too, but I saw all these tweets and people in Joe's chat were, were going all happy for it. What do you guys think in the chat for uh, at net right now, guys? What, what's what's the thought on, yeah, let us on that one? Because the one thing that when you read the blog, the cool thing about the game is it's not like like a um, classic like you know Slayer esque or like Team Deathmatch type game where like there's abilities on the map that you're fighting for. You're mm-hmm. actually like getting ammo by dodging. So like that's you have to be proactive. You have to constantly be moving. And it's that aspect that actually intrigues me. It's like, okay, I love the moment the feeling of momentum in multiplayer. That mm-hmm. could be that could be it for me. <laughs> if the game so does I'm well, not laughing at you. I'm laughing at uh, Eric's tweet. He said all you haters can one v one me in Tony Hawk's first layer. <laughs> I think you might only have a one v one. Oh <laughs> hot damn. That might be all you get. <laughs> um but I thought people seemed high on it, but it, but maybe it is. I, di- I didn't really think it was all that and a bag of potato chips. Um, I'm hip, by the way. I hate didn't it know. so much. He's old, like man. You know oh, what I mean? Cool. He just doesn't get it, Joe. Sucks, yeah. I feel like everybody's chasing the sports vibe. I wonder if it's going to be another knockout city where it's like super cool for a month. And then yeah. that game got sweaty real fast. Like, oh, yeah, we played that game like every day. And then I, I took like a week off. I logged back into it and I was like, I can't even walk. Like what happened here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Got anyway, raised. sorry. Continue, Luke. Well, no. There's uh, where do we want to start in this one? And they opened with Resident Evil Four, which I thought looked absolutely fantastic. And because, uh, because Joe made the comment about all the games, even the multi platforms, having a PlayStation vibe, I think that is absolutely true. And it's ironic when you say that about Resident Evil Four because that was a GameCube game at first. It had its best version on the Wii of all places for the aiming. Uh, elements it showed up on every console since but it was really cool to see resident evil 4 in there uh it looked like they are very self-aware that ashley was dumb and they need to tone it back but i'm excited for this game and it's sooner than i would have thought if its release date holds march 24th is that correct 24th i believe yes oh yes sir in my veins yeah Yeah. i mean their remakes have been stellar even like three which was Still, still really good, but just very, very short. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I have complete faith in Capcom. Like they, they're not gonna do me wrong. I feel like, yeah. I, funny enough, I just started, or I just played Resident Evil Four for the first time last year. So this is very fresh to me. So like seeing all the locales, I'm like, oh yeah, I know where that is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that barn. Oh god, that barn. Right. Oh, dude in the mm-hmm. cloak with the weird tentacle monster hentai thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like awesome like this is all i remember all this it is reimagined that's one thing that i want to like preface that's here. what i was yeah that's where i was going joe is they so, said it, it like retains the like feeling and culture of the original or something like that yeah and i'm wondering is that code for maybe leon is less sexist <laughs> maybe leon <laughs> cheats women with an, an ounce of dignity and respect or is this like them going okay the castle was a little long in the tooth. We could cut that by a good portion. Maybe mm-hmm. we could add a little bit towards the end that doesn't feel like a, just a cheap B-movie action film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we could do something 
we could do something different and add more of a survival horror aspect to this game. Right. But as a newcomer, I, I welcome all the changes because to me, playing Resident Evil 4 for the first time last year, I was like, yeah, I could see why this is special, but this isn't, you know, this, is, this isn't completely blowing me away because there's, there's some sections that just ought not be there. Yeah. One of the things that Resident Evil 4 stood out about in its time was its third-person mechanics over the shoulder was, was the first time Resident Evil had kind of done that, and that separated it from its pack. And it really capitalized on the idea of uh, I'm in a horrific environment and I don't have a ton of ammo, but I, I can fight back. When should I fight back? And I'm curious to know if they're going to be able to keep that same sense of, of uniqueness and specialness from the first Resident Evil 4 outing, given that uh, the genre has evolved a lot. I mean, even later in the show, we see Callista Protocol. That's the spiritual successor to Dead Space, which in many ways is the spiritual successor to Resident Evil 4. So will they be able to capture the magic yet again? I'm hopeful. I'm excited to play through it regardless. I don't know if it'll capture that same mass appeal, but man, you rev some chainsaws and I am going to be stoked. If I hear chainsaw guy chasing me, oh boy, I loved that sense of fear in that game. Yeah, And to know that there is a PSVR 2 element has me also super, super pumped because yeah. that I love to see the support from Capcom with PSVR and it it being here as well. It kind of shows like that Oculus version is already out of date. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. If, they're, if they're using the same assets from, from 4 in, in VR, this is a remake in, in, in VR. This is going to be, this is going to be something really special that people can, the replayability is going to be there just for that PSVR element alone. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Like uh, yeah, I'm pumped for it. I, I, you know, we all knew it was coming, but it's great to see it. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, post the show. Of course, you can watch these trailers in 4K, and there's also like 4K images being shared of this and Final Fantasy 16, etc., which look amazing. Um, this is one of my gaming gaps, guys. I a big Resident Evil fan, grew up with it. Obviously, I still have my original big hard box copy for the PS1 that I got in 1996. Oh, um, wow. I still have that, but I never finished Resident Evil 4. I never finished it um so i've yeah. been I, I went to go play it like a year ago last year sometime and then that's when the remake rumor started and i was like well shit i'm just gonna wait for the remake then um yeah. so i'm super pumped this will be my first time going through resident evil 4 so um as joe said i have a lot of faith in capcom right now they are if you look across the industry at the developers who are obviously focused on their ips and their brands and stuff capcom is just killing it Mm -hmm. I mean, they continue to just deliver fantastic games. The Resident Evils have been fantastic. Monster Hunter's crushing it. Street Fighter Six, which we'll get to, of course. Um, but Capcom's just doing a really good job. So I have full faith that this is going to be an amazing game. And doubling down on that, I'm super pumped about VR2, PSVR2. I am a little sad we didn't get more on the hardware in this mm -hmm. show. I would um, but the fact, like Joe said, is we just had Resident Evil 4 VR come out last year, but it's the classic game. So if we get the new game and the new game on VR two next year. That's just, that's amazing. I'm pumped. Yeah. It certainly seems like they're doing a lot of right things with it. Ains, I did want to note, you said you started Resident Evil four and then stopped playing it. Um, weird to me because you like games like Biomutant and then you would stop <laughs> playing a good game to go play a mediocre. And it's like, I, that's I a very I strange. I started choice. last year, man. I started Resident Evil four when it first came out. So oh, okay. Like, yeah. Okay. Dad right. said, 
Uh, I want to just bring in a $10 super chat from Taz, who writes, Cal, Taking Cal. my Cal. job. Sorry, ta- Cal. Taking my job and saying well, it's about wrong. to end, yeah. and you're just like, I've got it right there on my screen. All right, go for it. Say it. Just say the thing. God damn it. I guess I will. I hate him so much, you guys. He's terrible. I don't know. Cal says, A rare live cast co op. Sup, Luke, Joe, Ains. We get to watch you guys make Luke uncomfortable live. Too true. Keep it up, boys, and keep uh keep keep uh, uh casting that co-op. <clears throat> um, gotta tell you, gotta tell you, Tao. Uh, I've never been uncomfortable in my life. Yeah. Um, every episode, every episode they do that. Every single episode they make me uncomfortable. It's it's insanity. Um, and hopefully not a not a completely rare one. We're hoping to do this from time to time, including next week at the uh, Xbox Bethesda showcase. So Don't spoil it. Don't spoil what are you talking about? We want people to show up. We're going to announce that Xbox is dead there, dude. Everyone's left. Then we'll announce it. Yeah, come on. Go. I'm going to say it 16 times before the end. Go. Before the end. <laughs> but I'll do. Uh, that <laughs> said, we also saw Village in VR. Yeah, we did. We you did know, see you, Village. Did you notice the very first thing they showed when they said it's coming to VR? Was Tell Lady Demetrescu. <laughs> They're like, you'll be able to visit her in VR. And I was like, they sold the hell out of this already. Didn't Some they? of us have already visited her. <laughs> Multiple times. <Yeah. laughs> in one in one session. Uh, no. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> shit. Uh, no, the one thing I want to mention here, because it could just be like marketing or whatever. But like PSVR 2, fidelity wise, it looks pretty darn good. If this is like the actual finished product of it, it looks pretty damn competent like it, it looks sh- like these are ps4 games it is that a fair it. judgment I'm, i mean fair, I, like i've never been able i've never played vr to be, oh, to be very clear so yeah. it can you tell by looking at something like that right you're used to the weird you know like Pornhub 3d thing where you're moving no around no um no yeah, the tentacles and all that no yeah no psvr is very dated we'll just yeah. put it really nicely um games look all right, passable, but they don't look this good. Like they don't look like base level PS4 games that these games kind of showcase. Yeah. So for me, I was just like, I was very surprised of how good the environments and everything look. Yeah, no, I, I thought the same thing. Funny enough, when the Saints and Sinners two came up, or the Chapter two, whatever it was, it was really blurry, and I'm like, oh, why are they showing this? And then I realized my stream had switched to 720p, and I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? So I switched it back. I was like, oh, this looks pretty good. Um, but P- PSVR two, people, you know, if you're not familiar with the hardware, it's very, very capable hardware. It's very advanced, and yeah. it should produce some really strong uh, VR games. So yeah, I think I think what we saw at Horizon and Saints and Sinners two and uh, Village should all be representative of what you can expect to see, in my opinion. Yeah. Is Saints and Sinners 2, is that Walking Dead? Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. the next game they'd show for PSVR 2. That is a sequel to a very beloved VR game, Saints and Sinners. Yeah. Um, and this one looks like it's going to be giving you more with a broader play playground to kind of explore in. So like with Saints and Sinners, you, you're actually seeing a whole horde uh, of walkers like come at you and you're just revving up your chainsaw like let's go <laughs> nice. you know you're going through a house and you're just like shooting all these all these walkers like with like uzis and whatnot um it looks really really good the thing about saints and sinners as well luke is you're scavenging 
It's, it has like that last of his vibe where like you're checking cabinets, you're going through closets and trying to see like, is there mm-hmm. any like, you know, bullets here? Or is there a machete there that I can use? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all free roam. Like it's not, you're not on rails at all in this VR environment. So mm-hmm. I'm really interested of in how that's going to work with PlayStation VR um, too, when it comes out. But oddly enough, this game's coming out first in 2022 on PlayStation 5 and Oculus. I'm not saying meta, not. No. It's the first and last time. It's Oculus. So, so did they give a release date for PSVR 2? Because that was nothing, a bit no. confusing. And that's no. that's odd because it's very clear that by March 23rd, or as it felt like with Resident Evil, they, PSVR 2 would be out. You would also think they would aim for and hope to have their, their hardware out for the holiday given the chip shortages on the PlayStation five side and seeing them lose out on the console sale war uh, based on that chip shortage. I'm curious where they're going to try and launch this thing. You know, any impressions there? I think by March of next year, you're going to have it. Uh, Cause that, that was kind of like the, the date we saw for Resident Evil four. And that's if like the VR version comes out day and day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm thinking around February, March is probably when we see the first of uh PSVR for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm like you, Luke. I would hope that it would come out this year, but I'm not confident that the hardware gets released by holiday, especially with the push for everything else in the market and, and kind of distribution. So, yeah, I'm with Joe. I, I, to your both your points, I think they try and target getting it out before RE4 remake releases. That's a big selling point, um, you know, in VR. So we'll see. So Buying a new one, though. Tell you that. Uh, if you can, that's what I say. Sony's in a rock and a hard place right now in that They've got the demand, but they don't have the hardware. And then now they're going to be taking on a secondary hardware launch uh, in the midst of a chip shortage, in the midst of a supply uh, issue, and in the midst of inflation uh, on the rise you know, worldwide, globally. And so that they're in a rock and a hard place on that one. The difference is, clearly, they've got the games and the excitement. This state of play, it kicked, kicked ass on all cylinders from start to finish, following, following the Resident Evil stuff. Uh, I believe we saw Horizon Call of the Mountain, which is the VR exclusive spinoff. That yep. looked phenomenal. Looks that good. looked really good. Um, that looked like PlayStation's equivalent for me, at least. And I, and I have not played this game, but <laughs> don't say it. Looking at it, this kind of looks it. like a Half Life Alex type of. No, you don't think so, Ains? No, I, I. It's not. I haven't played Alex either. Not that I okay. disagree with you. I just know how high people hold Half Life Alex is the pinnacle of VR. Yeah. And you making that comparison, you just you just pulled yeah. out the trouble. So. Well, well, they'll, they'll know I'm ignorant. They 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 can't yell at well, it is the internet. I've seen <laughs> I've seen the internet yell for worse. But like to me, it looks like a breath true. of the wild VR. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like breath of the wild VR. Such a great analogy, Luke. You Thank you. Idiot. Thank you. Honestly, uh, VR games are usually shallow and don't have a whole lot to do. So it's uh, geez. Uh, exactly. Geez. Great analogy. No, like <laughs> with with this game, I'm really interested of how how movement works. Like is this all on rails or am I moving around? The one thing that I really dug in this trailer is we saw a bit of the combat. So you are actually going out there and you're fighting all these beasts and you are using, you know, the bow and arrow. So I'm like, I'm wondering in my head, how is haptics going to work when I'm actually drawing the bow? Like, how is that tension going to actually feel? Um, And having that neat little dodge mechanic there as well, I think is going to be, is going to be great for players that can't do quick movements. So maybe having it on like the X button or the square button or whatever is a good 
is a good place to have it so that you feel a good sense of momentum. The other thing that I liked from there is seeing platforming. How are you going to actually do platforming in VR? Like you're going to be climbing up a mountain and you're going to look down and you're going to be like, holy shit, that is a drop, you know? So Mm -hmm. for me, I saw a lot of things from that trailer that excited me and knowing that we'll see some of the returning cast and we'll be seeing like people like Aloy actually make your way into this game. I want to know what Reyes, the main character of this game, what his story has uh, or, or holds his importance to it um, as the, the story unfolds. So I'm, I'm completely sold on this. This is like a day one, easy, easy buy for me. Yeah, is, my, Go ahead. Good. No, I was just going to say to add to that. The only thing I said uh, when I was watching it or thought at the time was it's really important to me that they capture the scope and kind of grandeur of the die. I call them Dinobots of the Dinobots, um, especially like the, uh, you know, the uh, Thunderjaw, stuff like that. So yeah. I like that right at the end to close it out. They show this gigantic Thunderjaw walking towards you and kind of like stepping on you um, because it capturing that, I think, in the kind of like how big they are and how aggressive they are is going to be important. So it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. And you actually, I feel like you're going to be getting the scale of this world more because you're in that perspective. You're in that first person perspective. So for me, like, I would love to have a mode where it's like, this is what a tall neck looks like. And you're just looking at this model of this tall neck and maybe even being able to like climb it or something to kind of see more of it, like seeing all the details. It's, it's nuts. It's also nuts to see how far this game has gone from the first time they showed it. You've been seeing uh, snippets on Twitter about that as well. Like the detail has only improved since you first saw it. So I'm all in on this game, man. It looks phenomenal. It looks uh, great. Game, game positive made a good comment in chat about fire Sprite. Uh, they were full locomotions. So it made a sense, uh, sense for horizon to be, but you know, I think he's commenting on the idea that like they're working on their locomotion mm-hmm. and their movement around in that world. Has that been perfected? Did Alex do that better than any other? I mean, Travis over on Bitcast said you had to buy a five thousand dollar PC and then it's easy. Um, but like, have they has locomotion and moving around a world felt right yet on a PSVR title? I don't know. Uh, I, can't, I can't speak to it. I'm not. I don't play enough VR to speak to it intelligently. No, I'm just Neither gonna lean no. I, <laughs> you're so dumb and stupid. Because I think the the one, <laughs> the one game that that does locomotion pretty well is Saints and Sinners, and even then you're kind of moving rather sluggish through mm-hmm. the environment. Where with this, you're seeing a, a really. It, you, you feel momentum in in the in each step rather mm-hmm. than your like a slug going through stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I, I feel like what game positive is saying is, you know, fire sprites last game, the persistence was full blown locomotion. So hopefully they're taking that craft that they've made with the persistence and putting it in the horizon. That's world. how we read. Okay. I read that wrong. I read his question yeah. wrong. Now yeah, I know, you're dumb. We, we know it's fine. You got a thick skull. It okay. took me a minute because persistence was not one that identified as a VR game. Um, oh, now it matters. Play it identify. Okay, here we go. I don't know. What are you implying, Ains? Can you explain to me your your beef there? I'm yeah, confused. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> you coward. <laughs> All right. Uh, then they ruined every PlayStation's fan, PlayStation fans' uh, beliefs and and 
uh, mindset when they told us that Spider-Man, yet another PlayStation console exclusive, was coming to PC, ruining the gaming industry as we know it. It's over. Uh, it's over. over. I don't know how we're going to survive. I am so excited for more <laughs> people to play this game. That is one of my favorite PlayStation games of, of all time. It's up there for sure. Oh, that wait, is the you, one. You, you, think, uh, you think a superhero game is one of the best games on a platform? Let me be shocked. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's better than the dumb biomutant game. Um, yeah. <laughs> Remember that game had Chipmunk Elvis and like AIDS was like, yeah, this is the game. Everybody's yeah, underestimating him. I'm going to fight right. Insomniac Spider-Man. So now, Joe, you're holding up your Steam Deck. Yeah, man. That's that's what you're going to play Spider-Man on is a Steam Deck. Yes. Isn't that's that cool. awesome? It is awesome. It is it's awesome. the coolest thing ever, man. That So that legitimately excites me. We can understand why now Nexus was purchased. Um, yeah. PlayStation saw that port, and they're like, keep them coming. Uh, this is the future. PlayStation sees it, so why not? This game has sold so well on their platform let's bring it over to pc yeah um i'm yeah i mean they so happy <laughs> they showed in their presentation we talked about this at length on Bitcast, as you guys know but they want to get 45 percent of their revenue to be pc and mobile in three years time <laughs> that's that's not an easy shift um yeah. how do you do that you take literally the best-selling game you have and the biggest ip you have and you put it on a new platform that, that that's how you kickstart that so it's not surprising even a little bit yeah the it's mods really are gonna awesome be to so cool <laughs> yeah right that's gonna be cool dude you're gonna get you're gonna get batman in here yep you yep. know you're, you're gonna, gonna get, see like spider gwen in here you're gonna get black suit spider-man mm-hmm. you're gonna get master chief uh you're gonna get cole from infamous you know yes. flapping around there Does anyone else want to do a show that we can talk about something other than skins of superheroes for just once in a while hey Ains, how hey, about this hey, you and your yellow chair over there cyberpunk's so good six cyberpunk's so good oh man so great i bought i bought the batman skin in Fortnite and gotham and and batman and spider-man and i own the batman skin and listen i get it i like being batman I get it. You were there when it was called Detective Comics, and it's never been the same <laughs> since the 70s for weird reasons that we can't get into in public. So, <laughs> who's your favorite Batman, Ains? Adam West. Okay. <laughs> are you okay. in, you're insulting Adam West now? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Why, why are what's you upset by that? Do? What's your, what's your, your brain? I booted up Arkham Knight the other day. This is why we don't do live shows. You see, this is why. I booted up Arkham Knight the other day. Game holds up real well. Beautiful. But like clearly last gen. Desperate for remaster. Um, Oh, yeah. With the the upscale stuff for sure. So, yeah. This Um, is awesome. And anybody that has a problem, fight me. Also, Miles Morales is coming out on PC as well later in the year. Oh, so, you know, they'll, they'll spread them out for sure. I mean, yeah. as they should. Yeah. And you would expect and hope they do that to fill this gap. As I mean, we're more than ever now seeing the COVID gap hit. We're yeah. now seeing the full effects because they were able to push certain games through based on where they were in development. And now we're seeing that which missed the boat. Now we're seeing those that couldn't get it. I see you're laughing at something. I don't appreciate it. I'm um, laughing at the comments. I'm, I'm interacting with our community here. How you got yeah. a live show, Luke? Jesus. Jeez, yeah, he doesn't hey, know. First of all, you're shouting. Let's take that back. Does he ever do anything live? This is the problem. You guys are, you guys are so hostile and shouting. 
And I don't know what Captain Logan's talking about with a trench coat and a fedora. You know? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. And yeah. it's um, see? Yeah, see, it's a noir. It's a noir reference. That's right. See? <laughs> you have such a better noir voice than I do. But it's a smart thing to do to, to distance out your, your titles as you bring them back. Something that I expect Microsoft to do as well in the latter half of this year is kind of release an older title, a remaster, something somehow to get a game, right? Because the main the big boy stuff the stuff that's truly ps5 truly uh xbox series is just not ready yet they're just not there uh sickly teenagers facial you know the difference sarco is that i have hair and the other these two are bald uh and they don't have a choice i don't like that attitude okay you ever wonder why like (laughs) luke's eyelids are so red i wonder that too Honest it's to God, like I do. Palpatine it, looking. It looks you know? weird on camera. And if I yeah. flip the light, if I flip the light around, oh no, that's down. Hold on. This is if I flip it like different shades, I can get rid of it kind of. Because yeah. I don't look like this in real life. It's only right. on camera. But then, like when you do the different light, you look feminine. <laughs> I get this one, baby. You're looking just like your mother, you know? I can't do this tonight. <laughs> What? What's wrong, Ains? What are we doing? Crazy. Broke just... me. <laughs> just broke me. Oh my All god! All right, let's let's move past this. Let's get Callisto Protocol. No, the no, you spirit. missed Stray. You missed Stray. Oh, I was trying to. A game looks stupid, and, and oh. everybody out there's oh. like, "Oh, it's a cat. It's cute. Shut up. It's a it's cat. a cute cat. It's not. Cats are the devil. They're well, they're actually cool. the devil. They are literal demons put in your house to knock things over." All right, Alex, calm what, down. What's this old man complaining about now? Cats? cats. Yeah, cats. cats like, oh, look at my butthole. I'm a cat. That's what, that's what cats do. <laughs> no, no cat has ever A, talked, and B, was like, look, look at this. What was the worst abomination of films to come out around COVID? Cats. Uh, Justice League? No. No, uh, no, no, no. We'll do that. It was cats. The cats. It was cats starring, starring Dame Judy, ben- Judy Dench. <laughs> Judy Dench. Uh, but the, the thing that I want to mention here, indie game, getting some spotlight, that's neat. If you are a PlayStation Plus Extra member and above, this game comes to you day and day. So yeah. this is PlayStation saying, hey, listen, we'll have some neat stuff for you guys if you're in these, uh, you know, other tiers. And that's kind of what I want from PlayStation Plus Extra and above is saying, hey, indie games, or indie creators, this could be a haven for you guys as well. You know, we can we can you know put you on this on this service day and date as well, and and you could thrive off of that. So that's what I wanted to really mention with Stray is hopefully the move of highlighting indies with their tiered service. Yeah, yeah, you think I it will. I think they I will. There's a lot of people looking forward to this game. Um, yeah. It's been talked about quite a bit. That said. I haven't been impressed with what I've seen too much. Like I was excited for it, but today didn't help that at all. Um, So, but to Joe's point, it is cool that they're at least starting down the path of here's another day and date release that you're going to get if you're this extra tier. Now, I mean, Stray is obviously not some big AAA thing, but still it's, it's a start, right? So yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that evolves, but I was hoping to see something more exciting out of Stray. It doesn't, I don't know. I'm curious about it. I hope it delivers, like, but it's not impressing me so far. Well, M- Mitchie dies a lot in chat with saying he thinks it looks really good. Um, good. Mitch, please feel free to share why. I, I am genuinely curious because, in truth, I, I don't have an interest in it, but I haven't seen enough to like truly dissuade it outside of just 
trolling for fun. Yeah, and um, it is Annapurna, which they they do they, good stuff. They hit well, yeah. And Sarko says that Luke will buy buy in, provided the cat gets a Marvel Avenger skin. You're not lying. <laughs> it's very true. Seems right. I don't know why. Goes. Yeah, absolutely. He gets a little cape. You'd be all in that. <laughs> well, there is a super friend. You know what? We don't need to talk about. It. There's a super pet skin coming up. Um, you know, what's interesting though is if they are going to begin to drop games into the tiered system, that might be a really good method of delivery. Joe, that's what you were getting at. Yeah. And I just want to say like, that might be a smart move. And it, it reminds me though. It's not the same of like Xbox live uh, arcade Wednesdays or whatever it was when they always had a set game, they spotlighted on a Wednesday or something like that. This might yeah. be a way to do that. You know? Yeah. And, and that's what, yeah, I totally agree. This is a way for them to, again, spotlight indies. Cause I feel like that the one thing that we're hearing on our side is like PlayStation doesn't do enough to spotlight them. So hopefully the service could kind of be a way to highlight those, those smaller, yeah. smaller games. Game Pass does well too. Right. So I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely. <clears throat> Someone nice. else said they like what they're seeing in straight too. So maybe it's just, yeah. well, maybe it's just me. me but... All right. Let's, let's talk about the, the game that got my hard. Okay. And that is <laughs> Callisto protocol. Uh, Man. Good teaser. Real good teaser. My game of show for me personally. Same. Yep. I agree. Um, I you guys know I love horror games. Dead Space Original is, I think, one of the top. It's up there like all time and one of my favorite survival horror games. And uh, it is mine. It's your number one. Okay. Number one. Um, yeah. It's the thing that got me into horror games. Sweet. Yeah. So I mean, we knew this was uh <clears throat> the developers here had took inspiration from Dead Space. We had seen all that previously, but actually seeing some gameplay here creature design the uh, cinematic design they showed off uh animations i mean just a lot of this really screened high quality we know what the hell we're doing um with this game and i'm just i'm super super pumped for it so and it's coming this year assuming yeah. it holds assuming it holds december 2nd which i hope it does hold because dead space is then right a few weeks afterwards if that holds as well <laughs> which yeah. Probably won't, but like if that holds as well, I feel like Callisto de- does want to launch before Dead Space because I think they want to be compared to Dead Space in a in the right way, if that makes sense. Of like the the nostalgia of looking back rather than the comparing between the remake to the new game. Um, the one thing that I I I, I wanted to get a clip out of here was they talked about engineering horror. Uh, these horror elements. And when I was reading through that, there was this portion of the trailer where he's crawling through this like flooded area and there's like bodies hanging and you just see as he's moving, just one of the eyes just look at you, but like nothing happens. And it's like, it's those moments that make games like dead space. So, so scary. It's it's like the uncertainty um, is, is, is upped because of those moments of like that that's a thing there and it's not you know what i mean uh and just getting you at the right exact moment this game looks awesome and it looks a, a lot more brutal than dead space as well mm-hmm. because dead space it's the iconic plasma cutter right yeah. in mm-hmm. this game you have an electrified baton so mm-hmm. they want you to get close this is going to be a very claustrophobic uh mm-hmm. setting it's 
yeah, it's it's terrifying. It, from what, it, from what it, we saw, right? It's uh, you're looking at inmates in a prison, so uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of opportunity in terms of setting there too. Um, to your point, Joe, of making it really feel intense. I also there's just the other. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, there's the other element that the game looks to me more violent in the sense that it feels more real. Aliens can allow you to disassociate a little bit. You're talking about that iconic plasma cutter. That's that's not a thing that we have right now. And then you're fight, you're cutting off parts of aliens. And something about Callisto Protocol feels more visceral. Yeah. And like that baton you're talking about, that means you're going to be physically hitting things. And that means you'll hear sounds and feedback from it versus like generating an energy blast, right? So you're going to be a bit more, I would I feel like more violent than otherwise uh, you would be in Dead Space. I also wanted to note this game is coming to Xbox One and PS4. Yep. And I, I have mixed feelings on it because really wish, I mean, it's too late now, far too late now, but like I really wish we could see this team unleashed on next gen only. And I'm at that point now, by the way, where like everything I see, I want to be next gen only. I was so excited for the notably absent uh, Jedi survivor from this show. I was so excited when I saw that game to be next gen only and yeah. Gotham Knights next gen only. Yeah. I want more of that. So. Yeah. And yet, it still doesn't look good. So, who knows? It's got some. It's got some appearance issues. That's for sure. And I'm upset by that because I'm well, excited for the game, regardless. Of course. Yeah, we'll see it next week more. Uh, so that's another thing. But uh, MG says the first Dead Space being referred to as nostalgia has aged me, gentlemen. Uh, so, you're hey, not, likewise, you're not the only one, my friend. Yeah, so. I was. I was like <clears throat> 1920. All right. So. Hey, trust me. I was only a Games, little at the time. 46, 47. <laughs> Uh, 52 i believe he was 52 okay yeah 52 when the first dead space came out yeah 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 <laughs> no, i was just, I was I just gonna say that um i really hope that they make like a political message about like you know like the 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 the, the prison system in america and how like it's brutal and corrupt and like it's not really hey great. keep your keep your politics out of my games when i play call of duty i don't want to hear anything about a political system or... you know you know why you know why phosphorus right oh my god is that a they thing use that. They use that. Yeah, and it's a kill streak. You believe that? Oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> It'd be weird if it showed up in other games before this one, but I'm just now angry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm like, I'm just real. Like, I'm just like, when's the where's the line and wh- where where are we gonna draw it? You know? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Once enough is enough. Yeah. Um, it sounds like you're gonna be going back to the Capitol again this January. Yeah, January seventh. This time they're never gonna see it coming. <laughs> yeah. it's weird that Ains keeps asking us to make these jokes in private chat yeah <laughs> like why hide it you know and he keeps on asking us to go on these weird convoys it's yeah. strange i don't get it strange. i don't get it it's nuts anyway Kalisto looks great it does it does look great uh then it, not my game of show but something i was super excited about uh was street fighter 6 oh you're, really you're excited you're, you're skipping uh, roller drone and you're skipping Enter nights, the weeb shit about like dating. Yeah, nobody likes weeb, weeb shit. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah. Um, and I'm above that. I look down on those. Um, I, like, too, go dude. buy a pillow. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, and the roller dome. Batman pillow. All right, look, it's not a pillow per se. <laughs> okay, it's it's a body stocking. No, anyway. <laughs> I don't know. What they, oh, I don't know. What they, I don't oh, know what they call them. Oh. Oh. I think that actually out before he realized what was happening. <laughs> What, what do you mean? Honestly, I I'd rather be caught with like a body pillow than playing this game. <laughs> I feel what, which one the weeb one, the weeb one, yeah, yeah. What was it? Well, like my audience would love it. Yeah, his arm. 
Internights. Yeah. Internights. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We are uh, mocking anyone in the chat that is planning to play this game. This is a direct <laughs> thing we are doing. Hey, hey, Tao. Tao, we're making fun of you specifically. That's right. <laughs> um, which is crazy. Uh, uh, roller drum, guys. I, I don't know. I don't know. It didn't, no, it didn't do anything no. for me. No, I would nothing. consider these two games were my lull of the show. Yeah, and we see that in every show, right? Like Xbox yeah. always has a few um, kind of smaller studios, smaller indie games, because, you know, they want variety. And, and there's some people that are going to love these games, right? Um, but I Tao. just think knowing, knowing the three of us and the games we talk about, it's just not this isn't for us. But yeah. but we all what is it always said? Like you want to have two or three games from a show that you can like and say that are for me. And you need to if you're a PlayStation, you need to include some of that stuff that's going to appeal to a JRPG audience, appeal to those in the anime or manga audience, manga yeah. audience. Um, and so like cheers to them. Like rock on. I hope you I hope you genuinely saw what you wanted. Yeah, and I hope you get your rocks off. Yeah, like good for you. Like that pillow is expensive, and I hope exactly. it's worth it. It's memory um, foam for a reason. Yeah, you're making memories. My wife knows memories. You could have you could have put Forspoken into this slot, and I still wouldn't have cared. Yeah, um, that which was which was interesting. The but I do want to talk about Street Fighter Six because yeah. the, there's a couple things to this element. Street Fighter, in my opinion, peaked at Street Fighter Four. I thought they did a fantastic job with with all the iterations of Street Fighter 4. And 5, I think, missed the mark for a couple reasons, not the least of which was it was console exclusive to PlayStation. And it seems that one way or another, for, for one reason or another, it's not going to be console exclusive to PlayStation. This is coming to the Xbox Series consoles. It's also going to be on Xbox Ones and PlayStation 4s. But I got to tell you, man, uh, Ryu's a chunky boy here, but... It, the fighting looks really good. Some open world elements, question mark. But the that fighting looks, looks strange. Good. That looks strange. It's kind of like when you're, you're you're walking. Sorry, it's like when you're walking around Splatoon world instead of like going to merchants, you're asking to to wrestle people, and I think that's strange. <laughs> yeah. The the funny thing is, is I'm watching it with Elu, and me and Elu are both uh, seasoned and grew up with a lot of these games from eight and sixteen bit era. And the the city they were showing, we made we thought it was Final Fight those who remember the 16-bit era because it showed Hagar and it showed some of the characters from Final Fight. And then all of a sudden, you know, they threw the Street, street Fighter characters in there. So I, I I don't know what that's about. And they said that it has new modes and new elements in the press release. So yeah. I guess we'll see more about that. And obviously they only showed four characters, main characters right now. But to your point, Luke, um, the animations... And the backgrounds and the fluidity of the combat look absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah. I've watched it twice now, and I'm just blown away, and I'm super, super excited. Fighting games, usually for me, a Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, because, of course, I'm old. Um, but Street Fighter, I haven't been into in a long time. The last time I was really into Street Fighter was, was probably four, like you said, and even then, not as much as Mortal Kombat. But this one looks like it could be the one to get me uh, get me back into it. And, I'm trying uh, to look right now. Is it, is it exclusive or no details yet? It's on all. It's on Xbox. Uh, yeah, it's on all. Yeah, oh, PC. awesome! Excellent. More people. Did get you to not play hear this the six experience. times I said that? No, I was ignoring you. I was looking at body pillows. I mean, I was I was concentrated <laughs> on chat. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm excited to see it go multi-platform. My thought is that that's going to mean cross-play as well, but I, I mean, I've not read that. Um, <laughs> I. I the logo is still weird to me. I know that's a dumb thing to care about, but it's still weird to me. You know? Yeah. The also, like, there's... Yeah, the and, no, I was just going to say all of that marketing 
part of it, it looks odd. It looks odd. Yeah. The and one thing that I do want to mention is that there there is like a simpleton mode for me that sucks at fighters where it's just like, yeah, you could do a special move by just pressing a button in a direction. Like that is great. That is what I need to wow. enjoy these games. Cause I suck that bad in them. So it's, it's awesome that it's giving an entry point for noobs like me and for seasoned folks like yourselves, you old bastards. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be great. You know? Yeah. I, so I, uh, got the press release right here. It's um, it is coming to old consoles as well. So it is coming to, Okay, sorry. Uh, so it says PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, PC, Xbox Series X and S, but it does not say Xbox One. So that's kind of interesting. Um, um, <clears throat> then it says brand new game modes. It says Fighting Ground, World Tour, and Battle Hub. That's that home base, I guess they showed. Mm -hmm. uh, it also has in-game commentating. I don't know if you saw this, but some actual Street Fighter commenters have been voiced over and can be played while you're playing the game, which is crazy. Um and then new mechanics. Do we really and, want that though? I don't I know. Don't. I, I watched the demo of it. They have a, a demo of it up, and I was like, yeah, I don't know about this. So ho yeah. hopefully you can turn it off and not worry about it. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. And there's some screenshots, of course. There you go. Interesting. Luke, Interesting. Any, anything more you want to add on this? Well, just that I, you're talking about that simpleton approach. Like I recently snagged the Street, Fi Street Fighter collection that Digital Eclipse put out, it was on sale. Yeah. Snagged that one. Went back in, tested out some of the old Street Fighters just for kicks, and then also got Street Fighter Four. It was like a massive like fighting game sale, um, and it was neat going back. But it was also very apparent it was not like riding a bike. Like those combos are complex, and it was like I was trying to fight with Akuma and some of the more like not your Rio, not Ryu, not your Ken type fighters where they need mm -hmm. full on combos and whatnot. And I was pure trash without my fight stick and it was just like oh man very different experience uh and i wonder if we get an approachability factor that helps people like yourself get into the game uh as well as you know letting the game get very sweaty because fighting games when they're when you're good it's really neat to watch um and i'm not good and i hate when i get matched up with them when i play battle for the grid or whatever it's just oof, it's tough yeah it's tough. i'm shocked that you're not good at them Honestly, I'm good Very at them. Sure. I'm not, I'm not elite. You know what I mean? Like I'm not elite at them. Uh, I'm skipping a few things. I know I do want to mention that tunic uh, is coming to PlayStation. That's super exciting. Xbox uh, is is, dead, dude. It lost, a, lost like a major exclusive. exclusive. Yeah. Another one to PlayStation. And like people are actually going to play this time. They're actually going to love it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. September yeah. 27th. And I'm sure when that happens, uh, all the people that got it on Game Pass are going to stop their subscriptions to Game Pass. Or if they well, haven't already canceled it. Funny know? enough, when that happens, I'm going to talk about how I'm I'm not subscribed anymore. Yeah. You need yeah. to post about it, make a podcast about it, for sure. Mm -hmm. I yeah, am, do definitely. Do a video. Like, how should Microsoft respond? Yes. Question mark, exclamation point. All Phil caps. Spencer on the, on, on, on the thumbnail. Shock face. Grave site, right? Now. Yeah, it's shock face. Yeah, you, know, you want to have the grave that that Grant Gustin sitting next to you doing the peace sign. Peace, you yeah, know, and, and it's like Jim Ryan. He's like, yeah, it's like Jim yeah, Ryan, very in touch with people. I understand yeah. things. I talk about weird. my cats. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, it was it was good to see that happening because I am a big fan of of indie games getting into as many places as possible. And in truth, the less and less do I like exclusives. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, I want to play where I want to play where I want to play. I want to play what I want to play. I don't care where you play. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just how I how I'm, I am. But uh, 
Tunic is on my summer list to play. Like I'm stoked for that one. It's ready. What about it's Street ready. Fighter too? Like all these games that have a competitive sense, especially when you're talking about one v one, right? It, it in today's era, it makes way more sense to have that on all platforms crossplay because mm-hmm. it's the only way you're going to build a, a bigger competitive scene for a multiplat like that. So, yeah, I would hope that that that's the plan. I don't, you know, what I just had the press release. I don't know if it said anything about crossplay or anything. I'll look. Ains, did you go back? In our conversation, or were you saying Street Fighter also or Street Fighter 2? You said about Street Fighter 2, and it Dude, broke my D-O-O. brain. D-O-O. Okay. I was like, wow, hyper fighting? Are we doing that? Okay. Yeah. All man. right. You really broke me for a minute. You really broke me for a minute. And Joe didn't, Joe was just gone. I was. I totally spaced out. Yeah. Joe wasn't <laughs> even listening. Mm-mm. Couldn't even yeah. tell you what the last few minutes were about. Yeah. Yo, just says on- online matches. It doesn't say crossplay yet, anyway. Shout out to Captain Logan, DE, Game Positive, Pixel Slapper, Lucius Augustus, Tawazoshi, who is my best friend, by the way. Oh. Uh, Porsche Pure. And that's all I can see from this screen right now. We appreciate you. Poor guys. Shopper. Thank you. Yeah, it's poor, poor Shopper. Poor Shopper. Timmy in the oh, chat. Game Positive. Game always positive, always supporting us. Yeah. Yep. Uh, does Mortal Kombat 11 have crossplay? I'm trying to think of any other amazing fighting game that yes. had crossplay. Um, Mortal Kombat had crossplay, I believe. Battle for Oof. the Grid. Well, maybe Battle for Grid's not major, but it has a Luke, good audience. Come on. <laughs> it has a good audience. I'm just, it's a fighting game. I don't know. What to tell you. Come on. Um, you guys are annoying. You smell funny, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm just, I'm, I'm speaking my truth. <laughs> you guys That's are true. annoying. Yeah. Why are you watching us? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're here, bro. I just you want to be this one. <laughs> you know what? Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. We want to talk about how Xbox is dead. I'm sorry. I'll continue. Yeah, yeah. Xbox it's, it's dead. It's it's awful. It's the worst thing it's I've ever played in my thing. life. There's no way you can be good right now. Uh, yeah, you should be able to. We've got super chats. Make sure you're subscribed. Mm. Uh, that would only be the time that you couldn't be. But yeah, let your, us know, gentleman and a scholar. Yeah. Um, we also had Final Fantasy news in there, and I, did I, I'm sure we can go loop back if I skip something. But Final Fantasy was the big one that a lot of people were wanting. Guys, I don't have much to say here because I'm not a Final Fantasy guy. Uh, yeah. So someone take over for me. As don't, a be complete, don't be annoying. Don't be annoying. I'm sorry. Um, Mr. Valdez <laughs> was like, shit. Uh, so <laughs> Penny, I, like party of us. I like Penny, you. You're great. <laughs> you, you, you have a right to state your opinion, as false as it may be. You know, maybe you try to entertain folks for an hour. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, as a non-Final Fantasy guy, like Final Fantasy Seven Remake was my first Final Fantasy game, um, and actually like beat it. I am actually pretty optimistic of what I've seen here. I'm really digging. So yeah, I'm 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 liking what I'm seeing. I'm cautiously optimistic. I love the setting. Um, it's more fantasy. It's more like that medieval setting that I usually vibe with. So for me, as a total, I have no idea what any of these big giant titans are. Um, I'm digging the combat, how the game looks, and just, you know, I, I, I'm getting a good vibe so far. But Ains, I, I mean, you you were 26 when the first game came out, so you must have a storied history with it. I've been playing play Final game. Fantasy for 47 the years. First Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I wasn't a big fan of uh, Final Fantasy 15. I thought, like, Final Fantasy to me has always been, like, you're talking about kingdoms and castles and airships and knights and mages and summons and all those things and um final fantasy 15 they're like yeah here's four dudes driving a car across country and i'm like the hell are we doing like that just never 
me, accord with me. Um, Final Fantasy 16 looks to be more of what I hope for Final Fantasy. Uh, I love the summon approach. It looks like the combat is more real time. So I don't know if they're kind of moving to a system more like Final Fantasy VII Remake or, you know, this kind of combo system. That's what it kind of felt like to me. And that's why I I, I dug it so much because it felt a little bit more Final Fantasy VII Remake than uh, what it what was 15. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I The one thing that was weird is like, so we got a trailer that was what, a, a few minutes long, three minutes or something like that, right? It showed some gameplay, but it still had a lot of cinematics and summon stuff, right? But then <laughs> they show, they start off by saying, thank you for being patient. We're now ready to show this. They show it. They don't show a whole lot, right? It's a pretty short segment. There's not a ton of gameplay. And then they say summer of next year, which is over a year away. Yeah. Um. So I'm thinking to myself, this this was kind of a weird place to say, thank you for waiting. We're now ready to show this as if it's coming this fall, when in reality, we're at least a year away from this game launching, which just seemed really odd to me. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm ca- I put in a tweet. I'm cautiously optimistic about this game. I the team that's building it have built some of the best Square games previously, like some really good ones, like Final Fantasy Tactics and others. Um, so I'm excited about what they could make with this. But um, yeah, it was kind of weird the way they they approached that presentation. Yeah, and you could kind of see which like to me what final fantasy games are going to stick and or sorry which square games are going to stick and which which ones aren't like which ones they poured the money into you to make look fantastic like final fantasy 16 because like you take a look at like strangers in paradise you're like woof take a look at babylon's fall you're like why you know and this one it's it you can you can see there's a lot of you know tender love and care going into this game so i'm yeah i'm also cautiously optimistic as a complete newcomer to the series, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm gonna absolutely give this a shot. Is this one exclusive? I'm not seeing anything one way or the other. The weird uh, thing, Final Fantasy 16, yes. I think it's timed exclusive, which yeah. in Final Fantasy Land, with the way Seven Remake has gone, who knows what that means at this point? Right. Yeah. It's supposed to be a year, and as we all know, we still haven't seen it on Xbox, so who knows? Yeah. I just timed exclusives get on my nerves. I just. For big AAA stuff, indies I kind of get, but I still don't like it. Um, you know, go back ten, you know, ten minutes. I said I didn't Cause like it's, it. But, it's because, yeah. like, to me, it's like, what? I'm just gonna wait ten months and I'm gonna get this little indie game. That's stupid. Yeah, to me, exactly. I'm just gonna That's, wait. Like with Tunic, I'm like, I'm just gonna like I played enough on Game Pass. I'm like, okay, now I'm just gonna wait. Right. Yeah. I know it, I'm gonna buy this game, so I'm gonna wait. It's cool that a company might fund a game to say that they have it exclusive for a bit. Like Xbox probably threw money towards Finji and said hey we'll finish funding your game if you put it on ours for a little bit yeah. but you know it's it's weird and like Kenna bridge of spirits i was asking you guys about the other day i yeah. we kind of came down on it's a timed exclusive we have no date for xbox yet that was a game that i consciously was like mm, i will wait till it comes to my ecosystem because uh, it just didn't it didn't move the needle enough to boot up my non-system of choice you know yeah. so, D- de asked if you uh, don't own all platforms luke no, I, I have a PlayStation 5, I have a Switch, and I have um, my Xbox Series uh, S and X. But I prefer to stay within my own uh, ecosystem because I like getting my achievements and like being able to scroll back on my memories. But I I have to have a PlayStation 5 to play the incredible exclusives that Sony puts out, like God of War and Spider-Man and such. And they're the place to be for superhero games as well. So, yeah, I absolutely have 
have all platforms. I just like Joe covers PlayStation, but plays Xbox. I cover Xbox and, and play my PlayStation. Um, so why are you laughing? Most at that of body pillow. <laughs> no, I because I'm tired and you reversing those. My mind took like an extra second to catch up to what you said. No, like, oh, oh gotcha. yeah, that, that checks out. Got it. Yeah. 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 I got asked um, uh, the other day. The other day I did a bigger Xbox podcast and I was asked kind of privately, like, do you, do you bleed green? And I was like, no, I bleed video games, but I like green. You know, it's, like, <laughs> it's always a funny thing. Like, do you bleed blue or green? Uh, oh, uh, fucking right. red. I'm, like if I'm ble- <laughs> bleeding any color other than that, I'm in trouble. I think. I'm probably not gaming if I'm bleeding heavily. Uh, yeah. Yeah, if you ever see me ever shilling in, in, in the true sense of the word for any game company, it's only to troll bad bit. And that's probably it. I can't yeah. stand when people do that. I've I literally just saw it. Like some guy literally looked up for a post of Insomniacs back in 26, 2017 to saying that I'll never be on PC just to get some clout and attention. If you're going back for a year, like years to find tweets to like own the other side, mm-hmm. please clip this, please. I love, please, because I'm saying this out loud. You're fucking loser. <laughs> you are the biggest fucking loser I have ever seen in my entire life. I don't care if you have five th- five followers, five thousand, five million. You, sir, <laughs> madam, whoever, loser. <laughs> I am spending that much energy just to, just for an engagement on Twitter. You leave us. You lead a sad, sad life. Now I'm never gonna show for. I'm gonna call PlayStation out when they do something stupid. I always do that because they're constantly yep. fucking up. So like, and I'm gonna praise them when they do something great, which is like bring Spider-Man, a game that is officially right now sold over 33 million copies of that game. Mm-hmm. Now going over to PC. Yeah, I'm cool. praise them. More people get to play it. It's great. Yep, <clears throat> play video games, guys. It was. What, we were joking about the podcast earlier today. Um, because like two weeks in a row, we had one week where we were talking about uh, Xbox predictions and we were we were saying something. Oh, when Redfall and Starfield got delayed. Right. And we were a little critical of that. And we got like all kinds of comments telling, you know, telling us that we hate Xbox and we don't know what we're talking about. And then the following week, we got the same thing from PlayStation. I'm like, we're doing it right. I was like, if we're getting criticized by both camps, that means we're doing yeah. it right. And I was like, seriously, how could you know me and follow me for any period of time and think I hate Xbox? Like, you know how much I've talked and written about xbox uh over the past few years like give me a break yeah it's like to me it's like you need a healthy distance of covering the platform and bringing in people that appreciate the platform but are coming for the community and are coming to celebrate games that this platform is putting out more than like worshiping the plastic box it's also about being critical and not when being critical about the box is like popular to do it's it's being critical even when people are gonna yell at you for it and that's what you need because if you're just coming in and we're just going "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm," it's a boring show yeah it's a mess it's a mess uh and <laughs> oh, can I read Wait. this next super chat? We got a super chat. Got a super chat. Yeah, the super chat comes in from a guy already hosting this show to say <laughs> something. Uh, that's not redundant or stupid. Saying Joe sucks. Good point, though. Oh, I was real owned, Luke. You spent gotcha. money on yourself. Gotcha. <laughs> to get He's gonna me. get a small percentage refund of his own super chat. Yeah, I uh, are we getting paid and I don't know it? <laughs> hey, well, you pay, we get him paid. So I like, 
every every week I spend my marketing budget for XEP on SG Bit Bit Bitcast, and I wasn't there this Sunday, so I had to do it. There you go. Uh, Gotta splurge a little. Treat yourself, Luke. You're right. You're fair. Captain Logan says, let's just admit that trying to remember all the different trophies is hard and that gamer score is easier to understand. Oof, Captain Logan, that's not <laughs> that's not accurate and you know it. <laughs> all the different trophies, it's easy. Bronze, easy. Silver, a little bit harder. Gold, that's a hard one to get. Platinum, very rare. You easier know. not to care. Oh, Super Chat from Lucia says, wait, do Super oh, Chats work now? They do, my friend. <laughs> they do. They do. They do. They do. Thank so you, drop Rich. your most heated questions in there, and then we have to read them. Um, That's right. Make it awkward. Uh, guys, <laughs> with this state of play, I left feeling really good about it. Like, really good. I was like, this. I'm not a VR person, and I feel like they genuinely nailed it. I gave them an A mentally um, You know, when I was thinking about how it was. I was like, this is a good show. And yeah. I don't think it's apples to apples, but but I and I don't think it necessarily puts pressure on the Xbox Bethesda showcase. I don't think it does that because we're going to see a lot of PlayStation first party stuff at Summer Game Fest. But I do think it says like, hey, if you're going to say you're going to have a conference, you need to bring stuff to it. And there's a lot of pressure on Microsoft to deliver uh, in two weeks at this point. And Mm -hmm. And they need to deliver for sure to choose to have a conference this year with no games. Well, when they I mean, don't have any big games coming out, I should say. I mean, I don't think this state of play puts any pressure on Microsoft. Agree. Though. Agree. Right. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I think is I think this is an A plus show. This is what you need to this is what you need to bring when you're bringing out a state of play. Mm-hmm. This is this is the energy you need to have. If you're bringing out something smaller, you need to be a state of the indies, right? Mm-hmm. Um you, you, yeah, this is this is the blueprint. Work from this from now on. This is a, a great show. Um, but you're right. When now we're walking into Summer Games Fest, we know you know we're gonna probably see some PlayStation stuff there to hype you up for another one of these state of plays in a few weeks. You're gonna probably get you know uh, Xbox's showcase. And now I'm 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 hoping they deliver because you're right. A lot of games have been delayed. This is That's the year four. where we're seeing that impact. So I need to see a reason why I need to get excited about Starfield. I need to see a reason why I should get excited about Redfall. While at the same exact time promoting games, well, it may suck that it was on a previous platform. Games like Deathloop, now you could say this award-winning game is now day one on Game Pass. And mm-hmm. maybe Gears comes. Maybe we get Banjo. Fingers crossed, right? Like maybe we get to see some of the smaller titles get more of their due on this show. Than we would have previously thought. Uh oh, uh oh. Ains read something funny. Ains is that old that person one. laugh when he's like arms across. He's just like, <laughs> you know. We got the CS super chat here. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Ains. You read this one. Yeah. <laughs> Five dollars super chat from Lucius. Thank you very much, sir. It's using bad bits reference. Which game made your D the hardest? Definitely Final <laughs> Fantasy. Final Fantasy sixteen for me. Uh, Rota. Rota Suzuki being mm-hmm. the combat director. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, and okay. so this kind of goes to what I was talking about, about the team who's making this game for square Enix, which is Suzuki. You've got the, uh, Oh God, our, our director from tactics and 12, I think. And you, there's some really good talent behind this game. So yeah, I think, uh, I, I don't know about you guys for me, it was Callisto protocol. I already said that. 
yeah, uh, that's same. our guy. You know, that's just that's where I live. Street Fighter Six is up there, as mm-hmm. is RE4 make Final Fantasy 16. I'm excited about, but I need to see more yet. Street yeah. Fighter Six for me, but Resident Evil Four a close second, only on account of we didn't see a lot of gameplay for RE4. Um, but I am most excited for RE4. Uh, it's just a matter of like what I saw in the actual show. Uh, I'm curious if we see Resident Evil 4 show up in Summer Game Fest or anything else. Uh, same with Street mm. Fighter, actually, because those are two Capcom games. Like, do we see them at the Bethesda I, showcase? I don't think I don't, so. I don't but think we'll see Resident Evil 4 again until this fall because it's not till March. So it wouldn't yeah. surprise me. If, like, Video Game Awards in December would be a good time to show that, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the super. Uh, Lucius and well, Joe said uh, Callisto yeah. Protocol as well. Calista. Oh, he did. Okay, yeah, I wasn't listening. <laughs> God damn. And Captain Logan in the house, five dollar super chat. Thank you very much, Logan. The showcase provided the context for what Sony fans can be excited about for PSVR two. I agree, but when do we get more details on backwards compatibility? Um, so backwards compatibility specifically in what area? I don't know if you're you referring prob- to like. He probably means PlayStation VR, and I bet Ains you don't get that and because it's probably bad news you probably don't get that until after you get the release date for psvr2 and all the good things you know how they like tell you all the good stuff and then like press release the bad stuff out of five o'clock on yeah. Friday kind of yeah. thing you guys really think I that's interesting i hadn't thought about that yet but you know just in the modern day and age i would have assumed with psvr2 being so much more capable than psvr1 and using prior playstation components you really think they're gonna not support psvr games on psvr2 it's it's ps3 technology for interface and like will the games look right will they look good how much adapting did they do into it i'm sorry go ahead joe yeah no like i don't know how the like the change of input right yeah like i don't know how that has a role to play with how games work and operate uh, in VR, so like I'm com- I'm a complete noob or novice, so I don't know, but it does worry me that there may not be any backwards compatibility because like No Man's Sky was shown off there, and they're like No Man's Sky already has a PSVR mode, and they're like yeah these are like enhanced with the you know uh, HD Rebel whatever uh, the Dual Sense capabilities in here, but it's like okay, but like you- why was this here you know like that doesn't give me a lot of faith. And as a PlayStation fan, that sucks. I'm hoping that this is more like a PS4 to PS5 type of like upgrade, but hopefully free this time. Where like, yeah, Beat Saber has a PS5 mode that looks better and looks shinier and runs a little, you know, little better. And it's it's yours. You just got download the PlayStation 5 version. That's that's what I'm hoping. But I I I hope it's backwards compatible. I just don't know just so now i feel like i need to give them the benefit of the doubt and as i say that i think why would i give sony the benefit of the doubt on this because they've proven before that they don't know what they're doing in this front but for some reason i feel like psvr games will work on vr2 we'll see okay i hope they i don't know they wouldn't but those things ran on playstation 3 controllers you know yeah, well, that, well, that's what I mean, though. The the PSVR 2 controllers are so much more advanced, right? To replicate the functionality of the Move controllers, in theory, shouldn't be difficult to do. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yes, yes. Yeah. I don't know how it'll work. I don't saying, know how it'll you know, like, like My Xbox Series X can emulate a PS1. Well, yeah, because those emulators are already out there. And mm-hmm. PS1, you know, the requirements in terms of memory usage and other things is nothing compared to what modern hardware can do. 
So I would hope VR2 being so much more powerful than VR1 and having been in development for years now, they plan from the start to support VR1 functionality, but it's PlayStation, so I'm hesitant. Yeah. I was just scrolling Twitter and seeing people say, like, you don't need a PlayStation anymore now that the, this game's coming to PC. Yeah, see, look at idiots. Ugh, so stupid. Yeah, um, I, I, I love, like, the like the weird talking shit thing that, like, fanboys do. Because, like, so they said the same thing when, like, you saw all the Xbox games go from, you know, Xbox to PC and ECP PlayStation, like, fanboys going, you don't need an Xbox anymore. It's, it's so stupid. It's redundant. It's redundant stuff. And then now you see Xbox people going, there's no reason to buy a PlayStation. You just buy it on PC. I'm going to buy it on PC. It's like, if that's not the point, guys. Yeah. It's, you yeah. it's exhausting. Idiots. It's really exhausting. It's I like, like you just, yeah, it's just these people eating fucking glue in public. <laughs> it's like, please. Every day. And yet yeah, I still have to see some of this stuff. It's like, come on. Oh, Steve got you. You set yourself so, up for that one. He made a good point, though. You gotta, you gotta remember. Not to jump in there. Steve, why do you hurt me? Why do you hurt? Why do you want to hurt me, Steve? Hmm? <laughs> you like it? Good, you like it? You, you it like deserve a sequel. I mean, if it, if it was so good, it would have a sequel, right? Crackdown has two sequels, mm-hmm. and you know, when you yeah, think a publisher about it that, that doesn't know how to, you know, <laughs> be wise with their money, giving it to no, more wait, Crackdown no. sequels. So this Bethesda showcase. Let's get back to that. Yeah. Uh, by the time, oh. but. Uh, okay. I would like to give my thoughts on the show. Oh, I didn't care. Okay, go ahead. I had real discussion about it being an A plus show. Yeah. I don't think it was an A plus. I didn't say plus. I don't don't add the plus to my name. I added the a. plus. A. I said think, a. Uh, I'll give it a B plus. No, I um. Oh my gosh. I really like the show. The only thing, like I said, is this this is an interesting show for the fact that Sony came out had their first show in a while just before Summer Game Fest and Xbox with their big showcase, right? Because remember, this was, what, 28 minutes long or something, where they showed third-party games. And mm-hmm. to you, I think to Joe's point, they are big third-party games. We're talking about Final Fantasy. We're talking about Street Fighter. We're talking about Resident Evil. Those are huge IPs, some of the biggest in the industry. Uh, and if they have marketing deals for those and we see what we all hope and expect, which is a dedicated state of play for God of War Ragnarok that has to be coming, right? Um, then I think probably my my opinion of the show goes up but it, it the only thing i'll say i guess where i'm getting to the shortest way to say this is we had a playstation state of play right where we left it in june and it showed no games coming to playstation this fall mm. and i think that point. we're looking at xbox and bethesda saying well what do they have for 2022 what do they have for 2022 over and over again and we're leaving a state of play from playstation which was third party nothing this year and saying that was a great show so Fair enough. I just want to be, you know, like I agree, the show was great. The pacing was great. I love the games. I'm going to buy all of them. Um, all that's fair, but I do expect or hope PlayStation to show stuff at summer game fest or, and, or have a dedicated state of play for God of war, which is obviously their, you know, their huge, huge release that's impending. So yeah, that's fair. We got a really good super chat just now that I want to read specifically. Got it. Go for it. Okay, yeah. $5 super chat from Talzachi. He says, uh, how much did the fake leak hurt you, Mr. Babbitt? I was hoping that you didn't see it until it was debunked. Like like Anthem, pour one out for Bloodborne. <laughs> Joe, how much did it hurt, brother? I think Joe left Twitter for like the rest of that day. <laughs> oh, I, I, I saw one you. comment. I saw one comment going, how did you not click the link? It's like, imagine... 
imagine getting the best news of your life, right? <laughs> this is how bad, this is how, exactly, this is how low I am right now, guys, in my depression. It's like, I'm like, oh my God, this is like, I think about Bloodborne literally on the daily. I live a sad, pathetic life. So like, for me, I saw this and I'm just anything, like just anything Bloodborne that's, <sighs> and so I read it and without, I didn't have chance to click the link because I immediately jumped in my, out of my chair and started screaming. I was excited like a fucking child. And then I clicked the link and then realization of mortality set in. And I was like, this <laughs> just sucks. It got me too. All we are is dust in the fucking wind. I, was, I actually oh. started to type out, there it is. And I was like, I was excited, not as excited as you. But I was excited. And then I saw in the link the way it showed up on Twitter, it showed 2015. And I was like, wait a minute. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's dirty. That's real dirty. Um, but if nothing else, Joe, it did, it made Bloodborne trend again on Twitter, yeah. which brought everyone out that wants it. Right. And, and I know as much as Luke and I joke with you, we've said this before that 100% from and sony know what they have with bloodborne oh, it yeah. will absolutely get remade or get a sequel or both it's just a waiting game at this point yeah it's definitely it's gonna right. get both yeah it's it's definitely coming it's 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 just a matter of when it really is so i, it's I really thought and kind of still do think you're gonna get it this year a remaster of the first one i mean not not the sequel but a yeah. remaster of the first one yeah 60 frames, and you will right? see me lose my shit i'm what, like you guys aren't prepared it's the third is, best from game i mean it's good it's good yeah i mean to the uninitiated it's the third best again like no, i gotta elden give ring. elden ring an incredible amount of like respect because that is the game that got people to experiment with other better from software games like sekiro and bloodborne like i'm seeing a lot of people going oh wow thanks to elden ring i got to experience what a better game bloodborne is and so i i, I respect that you know, sure. I was responding to Eric. Uh, he said, I think Valve knows what they have with Half Life 3, trying to make the point. Yeah, they know what they have, but they've never made it. But Valve are weirdo. You can't include Valve in this. You can't listen. Please um, don't hurt me. I need hope. <laughs> and also, you, you ever notice how it's just the PlayStation guys who always say Bloodborne's the best from game? You ever notice that? Because it's, it's true. Mm, mm. Uh, I've already let you know it is Elden Ring. Elden Ring is the best from software game. All right, okay, good. So I didn't know you got into that yet. Yeah, there, it is good. the best one, but like awake. When it comes to when it comes to like bosses, it is like third. Bosses. That's a that's a different conversation. Honestly, I yeah. honestly believe I don't know. We'll see what Elden Ring gets with DLC, right? But I honestly think bosses would maybe Souls Three, then Bloodborne. But mine's would be Sekiro, Bloodborne. Other. Sekiro has three ones too. Are oh, you guys doing? Because... I'm talking about games now i know just because you get to run around and you get to kind of like cheat the game a little bit in terms of like oh you could just walk in super overpowered and kill most of the bosses in like two tries that's all but no matter what we can agree that all of these games on their worst day are better than most of the stuff luke plays that's absolutely fair <laughs> so disrespectful i wasn't even involved in this conversation i was taking a nap <laughs> uh, such right. an old man like father type of what what are you guys what are you kids even yeah uh, i'm yeah. a gas 
<laughs> Gasp. Otagi. Um, slap it with the big shout out. Otagi. Oh, and uh, Eric the... said, I just puked in my mouth when he said Bloodborne was better than Elden Ring. He's right. He's right to do that. He's right to do that. All right. All right. All right. Stay focused right. here, folks. Uh, Bethesda Showcase. It's two weeks away. This will be the last time we record before we do that live. Yes. Uh, reacts to that one. What? You heard it here first. We're doing it live. Doing it live. Yeah. It's I didn't want you to well. spoil it earlier, but now we can talk about but it. It's not a spoil. I don't understand. It's not a secret. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, well, let's, um, be, let's be clear in all seriousness let, let me be clear for a second with everyone watching now and anyone who catches up on this because we did announce that big cast was going to cover it live then we had some conflicts with get some COVID. quitters on that group you got some quitters <laughs> got some yeah. severe conflicts that weekend so quitters. we are doing a special big cast that weekend on or that monday morning the following monday morning for uh for big cast to discuss the xbox uh and bethesda conference because we're not doing a Sunday big cast now, the three of us here discussed it. We're gonna do like we're uh, we're gonna do actually. That's our first reaction show we've ever done, isn't it? Yeah, like we're doing it Phoenix live. rising from the ashes. We're gonna take over because Bitcast has been letting us down. It's like here we are, the heroes yeah. of our own story. You know? Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna get any Star Wars slander here. None, none. No, but I have to listen to Avengers for God's sakes, Joe. I it's mean, the sacrifice on. we have to make. <laughs> <laughs> swear to so, god i will anyway, bring up Zack snyder if you keep if you want to <laughs> if you want to hang out xbox and bethesda showcase you want to hang out with us i know a lot of people are doing reaction shows to it but it'd be great to see you in the chat with us um it's the first come. one we're doing and uh it's unusual for us and as you can see we keep it pretty light so uh, come hang you know. out with the second best second most popular season gaming podcast is what we're saying yeah yeah come hang Good out thing. with that no Good dan thing. no travis no mm -hmm. hogue Ains. No talent. That's fair. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Got me fair. real good on that one. I couldn't even recover. All right. <laughs> oh, gasp. Gasp. <laughs> How could you? <laughs> so this Bethesda showcase. Uh, yeah. They got to deliver something because they've had four exclusives leave this year. Uh, the small game called, I believe, Replaced was the indie game. Stalker yes. 2, which kind of is a balance in between due to the Ukraine and Russia war. I believe replaced also is the same reason. Um, mm -hmm. And then you have Redfall and Starfield delay as well, uh, likely just due to, you know, scope not being what, what they thought it would be. So you have four exclusives leaving your, leaving your catalog and you're halfway through the year and you've had no exclusives drop uh, on, in a triple A sense. In AAA sense, Tunic's a timed, uh, timed piece. There, it's I think Atomic Heart is in there, but the, they're the developers have disputed that it's going to get delayed. I was going to say I think that's a rumor right now because last I heard, kind of off camera here, that Atomic Heart was still shooting for this year. But so, so you have a problem if you're Microsoft. You know you've got stuff in Obsidian's ca uh, category. In Exile's got some stuff there. You've got some IP that are due to, to show up. It looks like Wolfenstein might be a thing. It looks like Banjo might be a thing. But we've heard all that before. What's that? It's a, uh, the Forza Motorsport reboot will definitely be a thing. Yes. I, yes. Um, but I would not put that out if that's your only exclusive. I think it memes itself by accident. So uh, Xbox has a problem, right? They have a problem. It's not a big problem. They're still thanks to the chip shortages and the managing that well and chip cues, they're doing a good job, but they need to show and, you know, gamers what they're going to be delivering on in this short term. 
as well as the medium term. Long term, it looks good. But in yeah. short and medium term, what do you got? Not and great. that's what I'm interested to see how they handle. Same. Likewise. Because, like, we know, like, like first, I don't think every single game in 2023, like, just because Starfield and Redfall has been pushed to 2023, like, I don't think, like, oh, my God, every month we're going to get, like, this big AAA game from Xbox. I don't think that's the case. But I think 2023 for Xbox looks way better um, that, than it than it than it has because it has starfield and redfall in it um and the future looks bright the far distant future looks bright for xbox but in the here and now um i hate to say it but like there is truth to some people going i think i'm gonna resub later um type of feeling and that's a valid thing i mean you don't need to make a social post about it but like you can too and if you want to get sensitive about it and make a post about it too it's fine but like to me sorry discourse joe oh yes damn damn you know what i'm unsubscribing from this podcast um <laughs> and i'm gonna let you know about it so like to me like there is a little bit of truth there because like it, it is like and if i didn't have a year already stacked up of xbox game pass i probably would have waited until like i don't know september november whenever that gears thing comes so like who so like for me it there there is truth there i, I need to see what's in the near future now that starfield isn't there i need to see what's coming out you know in september october november but i also don't think that there's this huge reliance like i think we always kind of over spotlight how important these showcases are because if all these games come out and they're great then it's a great showcase but if all these games come out and they are all duds then we're going to kind of think that's a forgettable show hindsight. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, like 2016, we remember like, you know, what, like final fantasy seven, but we forget Shenmue. Uh, And we go, this is a great showcase. So to me, I I just, I kind of just feel like we always try to put winners and losers on showcases. And I think it's a much more ambiguous thing, but Xbox does need to show its fans. Hey, we have, we got you into interim while all these bigger games are are still cooking in the oven. Mm-hmm. So like maybe you put, you know, a Saints Row on a, on a game pass. Maybe you got a few indies that maybe need a, a, a bigger spotlight, you know, things like that. Um, I could see Xbox doing uh, to yeah. supplement the loss. That is Starfield. Yeah. Let's get the super chat real quick. Cause it's a great one. Mr. Game Positive in the house, 99 Canadian Super Chat says, if you don't like having no exclusives this year, then we have a product for you. It's called 2023. Oh, oh well said. That's a, that's a guts gold. That is actually good. That's really good. Thank you, Eric. Um, I almost entirely agree with what you guys said already, so I won't rehash everything. But um, how I'm going into it is thinking – very similarly and i and you know i've expressed these thoughts before which is i look back at last year last year we all went into kind of e3 period or you know summer period saying xbox needed a great show and i think we all left last summer saying xbox had a fantastic show uh they had the show of last year i think in many's opinions uh, many people's opinion um now we come into this year i'm i'm 100 confident that they're going to have another great show i think they know how to put on the show now it's 90 minutes just like last year i think they got a great response to last year and they've been planning this for a while that said they do need to dispel this whole thing of game delivery and um 
whether or not they will, we'll see. Um, you know, I think a few of us and some of us obviously talk a lot of this offline are hearing really good things. Uh, and I think there will be some surprises and I think they will accomplish that. And I think they will have some games for this fall. So I'm not too concerned, but I think the general sentiment in the gamer space is they need to do this. The only thing I'd like to add here, which I like to add once in a while, because I know that everyone listening and all of us are kind of live in this space. We talk about it day in, day out, tons of podcasts and conversations, right? We are such a minority <laughs> to the people who play and buy these games. Like the Twitter verse that we all live in on a daily basis, uh, you know, is fantastic uh, for the most part. Oof, there's some people, you know what I mean? Um, but generally speaking, as the market, uh, we're nothing. We're a drop in the yeah. bucket. So, I mean, just have to remember that if they come out of this show and we're like, oh, my God, Xbox dropped the ball again and everything. You know, we've been saying that for uh, since the start of this year. You're right. They had a fantastic 2021, especially in the latter half, some big releases. And now everyone is back to the whole camp of what's Xbox doing. You know what they're doing? They're selling better than they've ever sold and they're producing more revenue than they've ever produced. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, just let's keep some perspective when you're thinking about, oh, so, God, what have they done for 2022? So um, yeah. I think it's going to be a great show. I'm really excited about it. I'm excited to chat with you guys live about it. I don't normally do live reactions, so it's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm it, like a kid during these shows. I'm telling you right now. Like good. the 14-year-old Ainsley comes out, which is a very, yeah. very long time ago. So he, he comes I know out. 1800s was... <laughs> A bit. I'm man. actually gonna be in black and white for the stream. Just gotta, <laughs> gotta, gotta tell you, Ains, some of the laws have changed, man. Okay, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Times have be changed. Oh, wait, is Joe joining us? He is. Yeah. yeah. It's not good. a different section for me, Ains. I know. Second. It took you a second. Luke's dying. Luke's dying inside. <laughs> He's turning red like a goddamn tomato. <laughs> but yeah and, and that's awesome perspective to have because like i like i saw colt eastwood's tweet and i wanted like to like jump off my roof where he's like there's no reason to buy a playstation any playstation anymore and it's like colt come on man there's that's a tweet you can make but like to and, and to me the the reality is playstation has sold 33 million units of of spider-man not a lot of games can go and do that and right. now they're bringing it out to more people and we we you know we take a look at like is that a great move for playstation playstation looked at the move that the xbox did and it didn't hurt their bottom line you're right xboxes are selling better than they ever have game pass is a huge success both of these companies are making so much money right now mm -hmm. that it's it's we, we oftentimes we try to like put a microscope to something that's already zoomed in and we kind of have to take a few steps back kind of just say yeah we are a super vocal minority like you know doing some of the stuff that i've done the you, you think of the biggest xbox creator right that covers solely xbox they're not even considered in the grand scheme of things a medium tier creator they are sure, still sure. a small creator in the whole in the grand scheme of things. So like we could talk shit about whatever box on Twitter, but it's the dumbest thing. We should be celebrating moves like this because it's going to bring more games to more people. And that's just the best thing ever. So for me, yeah, it's, it, it is a case of like, what have you done for me lately? But I'm off, you know, at the same exact time, 
we've seen xbox outsell playstation in a few months for a few months that's awesome Mm -hmm. that is that is competition like we've never seen before you know so you're seeing playstation post out record numbers like both of these companies are doing so great we ought to keep that in perspective games are great games are awesome and as they force each other to react we get the best of it like those tears in the playstation but really bad messaging but the quality that they upped the value of playstation plus and in direct response to game pass it's not apples to apples service but in a response to game pass they put stuff on pc seeing that it was successful in other places and it's really neat that it keeps happening you know all right i've noticed those red (laughs) eyes every time i do a video podcast and no one said a thing and i don't know why it does that it's so it's it's got to be the lighting i don't know how to fix it but it's really embarrassing also my cheeks do this weird like thing right here oh yeah we've Um, noticed that i was gonna point that out next (laughs) we're waiting you know one at a time here yeah, we're wow. saving that for next show. Yeah, like, I don't know. Next show, is. Luke's gonna have like a true lighting setup. Yeah. <laughs> like he's gonna, he's gonna look like he's from like Puerto Rico. He's gonna be like all darker. And be like, yeah, I fixed it, guys. I fixed it. I'm a I teacher that just finished the school year. I'm out of Kevlar. It's it's crazy. You know, I'm oh. stressed out. Yeah. I um just to add, yeah. So like I, I put up a video for season gaming patrons earlier this week, which I spent the last nearly two weeks going into the financial records of the big three nintendo xbox playstation going into everything they've released in terms of their reporting and just to just to add to what you said is playstation nintendo and xbox are all breaking their revenue numbers and continue to um and they're going to continue to and it it shouldn't be a surprise i know i I know some people in the chat were talking about joking about how you know some playstation guys said xbox is dead because they're going to pc and uh, now some Xbox guys are saying they're dead because PlayStation is going to PC and it's like, but that's the point. Like you're just adding more fuel to the stupidity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just enjoy the games. Like, and, and there, these companies are going to do what makes them money. That should not be a surprise to anyone. That's what companies do. Um, and Xbox was ahead of the game because they needed to change their game internally. And they've done that very successfully, which we all love. Jim Ryan now had a PlayStation has come in and said, Here's where the market's going. We need to be in that space. And that's where they're going to drive towards. Shouldn't be a surprise. It's nothing other than being better for us uh, because more people who can play more games, more places, more often. It's simple. Um, Simple. So anyway, yeah, there. Just adding to the yes to more games, more places, more people. Well said. There you go. There you go. Luke, is there anything you'd like to add? Uh, just very, very quick predictions for things that you do think we'll see. I do think you'll see some mention of a Gears of War collection uh, on some level. I don't think you'll see the full thing, and I don't think it releases all at once. I think you have to do it in stages, uh, but, but they know they need something. I do think you see a banjo this year. Um, don't you better stop with this because you know, I've had some side, you know, we all have our own side conversations about trying to figure out what's real and what's not. and heard some things banjo has not been one of them that i've heard any what i would call reliable get, on so if i want to give ains hope i have not heard my the the person that told me banjo was not reliable either i would not say it's reliable either but i think it's time you it's know been time. God damn it. you're getting we cow the banjo. kangaroo we should get banjo before we get bloodborne i'll tell you that much <laughs> 
One's going to make a lot of money. The other's going to make a lot of people happy. Fair. Um, yeah, but I don't know what else we see. I'm like, what else is there? Logan, I'm going to ask you to leave now. Move on. Um, like, I think you get, no- yeah, you, you get Gears something. You get a Forza expansion. You get a Halo trailer, Infinite trailer yeah, or something. I think you get Forza, yeah. I if the if the uh, Gears collection is real and it's what we hope it is, which is a collection that is a actual remake, which would be the first remake of Gears two mm-hmm. and or three, that would be special to me. Gears is a special franchise to me, and Gears two is a is a classic. But it won't uh, be done. That won't be a. Not all the games will be in there right away. They're gonna have to add it in the way they did, they did ODST and Reach. It's not fine. ready. Fine. You know. Yeah. Um, also, you mentioned In Exile. We're going to see something from them. The other thing that is intriguing to me is Coalition's other project. Um, so, you know, do we start to see some of these uh, other projects, these secondary projects from these studios? Um, so there, there's a lot of, I mean, as we've said, the future of Xbox has never been brighter, right? They have tons and tons of IPs they're working on, tons and tons of projects. Um, but I have to think that uh, we see at least a couple of them to get people excited. Do we yeah. see the Avatar game? So I think we see that at Summer Game Fest, yeah. personally. Because yeah. Ubisoft came out and said they're not doing a summer show. Yeah. So uh, I think they show all their stuff either at Xbox or Summer Game Fest. But I think Avatar will be Summer Game Fest. Just my thought. I don't know what you guys say. Depends yeah. on who has marketing. That's all. Uh, PlayStation has it. They, they showed yeah. it on their investor call. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Figure the guy knew that no i think summer games fest you're gonna see updates for like all the big three like you're gonna see a nintendo thing there let's hope it's splatoon it's the best nintendo ip that they've put out in the last 10 years um then you have you know xbox they'll probably show maybe like a little snippet of snarf starfield so you go over to their thing and then playstation will probably have their thing the rumor has it but you cannot trust any playstation insider that that's god of war and they'll probably direct you to a state of play that's like a week out or at least in the near future, because I do think by July we'll know about God of War or where, where it's landing. Because at this point, I, I think it's safe. We could kind of say it's probably this year. Like I've, I've, I wouldn't be confident in saying that weeks ago. But. I'm the one on Big Cat saying it's still this year. Both Hogue and Travis are saying no way. So we'll see. Yeah. Which game? Uh, I, I tuned up. God of War. Oh yeah, I caught up, um, and I hope it. I hope it is eleven eleven. <laughs> just for the just for the popcorn uh yeah, right. valdez mentions uh dust falls yes um which is an intriguing game i'm interested in that one contraband is yeah heavily rumored we'll see project mar is an interesting one because quite frankly we still don't know about a lot of what that's going to entail right like we know what help uh, not help but we know what uh, ninja theory is doing with that game in terms of technology and where the setting is and stuff but we still don't know as a game what yeah. that's really going to be like uh indiana jones is an interesting one um you know that's that's little ways out um so i know people have been talking about that behind the scenes too it'd be interesting if we do see at least a teaser for it we'll see yeah hopefully chris pratt plays him yeah oh good god no 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 he's not in enough things are we gonna talk about luke's mom's soft lips or are we out of here i think we're out of here guys i think we're done (laughs) he ended you quickly on that one yeah all right i think we're done yeah reminder for anyone that's coming in late we are this group cast co-op live reacting to xbox show uh what time is that 1 p.m eastern i think sunday is that sure. right 
I think it's Saturday. Let me see. Oh, it's Sunday. No, it's a Sunday. Oh, oh is, is, is it Sunday? Sunday. It's next Sunday, the 12th. Before we do this shit, we should have, you know, like a... It's Sunday the 12th. Yeah, it's... Oh, okay, it's Sunday. Sunday. It's not this Sunday. It's Thursday. Obviously, it's not this Sunday. It's... Yeah, Sunday next... Su- June yes. 12th. Sun- Sunday, June 12th. Yes. Yes. No, because I was going to go to the event. And yes, then... Guy. <sighs> I know. I know. Uh, so we will be live reacting to that. If you want to come hang out with us, please do. As you can imagine, it'll be uh, a lot of yeah, we're real fun. We're cool. Yeah. Do we say like our outros? Or you, like you just yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Insipid Ghost. And um, I host the Xbox Expansion Pass, which I would really hope you guys would listen to. I'm going to stop doing the voice. Uh, but I would hope you guys would listen to it because, uh, you know, it's a show I do. And I like it. Yeah. Uh, I just had on Star-Lord from the Guardians of the Galaxy game. I have a couple upcoming interviews, uh, which I'm really excited about. But the only one that I've recorded thus far that I can guarantee is Red Out 2 at the moment. That one looks really dope. Yeah, it's a fun. If you guys like any grab racers, Red Out is the jam, and Red Out 2 looks dope. So, okay, okay. You can find me over at. Oh, wait, sorry, Ains. Wait, you go, right? Is it it you go next? (laughs) You can find me right here (laughs) at Season Gaming. A lot of of new content uh, in this past week, actually. If you haven't checked out our Patreon before, check that out if you're interested in supporting us. Uh, There's a lot of fresh content that we've posted. I just killed a bug on my desk. Um, <clears throat> um, Bitcast, like I said, um, you know, we're, we're, uh, really growing over there. So if uh, you haven't checked this out lately, please do. It's been a lot of fun. A lot of, uh, the show's really kind of evolved. And like I said, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's just great to see a lot of new faces over there. So come join us if you haven't. Other than that, you can find me on Twitter as Ains or Porsche power. Um, pretty easy to find. And you can find me over at Mr. Babbitt on Twitter. You can find my show, The Trophy Room, where this week's episode should be out literally tonight, if I can get out, uh, where we cover the state of play uh, step bad by show. step. It's a great show. It's the honestly one of the best PlayStation shows out there. I say to myself in the mirror every it day. Is, it is the best PlayStation. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Uh, so yeah you can find us over on Apple Podcasts you can find us on Spotify you can find us on YouTube wherever you get your RSS feeds you can find the Trophy Room a PlayStation show there and um, yeah before you cast cast keep 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 cast Uh, as Eric said in the chat please check out the Season Gaming Discord we've got new people heading in over there we've got a tech channel we've got game channels we've got a lot going on over there as well so jump in if you haven't it's a fun conversation yeah and um um (laughs) <laughs> shit um <clears throat> sorry uh, that was real uh and, and um, keep 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 casting a, keep um fuck uh keep casting a call <laughs>